0: Welcome to Infamous Virus. Going off of this show title, it seems more than fitting to cover a show that's also about an infamous virus on the show called Infamous Virus. Just as a forewarning, I've never played The Last of Us uh, 1 or 2. The only knowledge I really have of the game is what's been shown on the show so far and just random facts and stuff from Action Button Review's review of The Last of Us Part 1, which I would highly recommend for a really cool deep dive on the game. The Last of Us is an American post-apocalyptic drama television series created by Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann for HBO. Based on the 2013 video game developed by Naughty Dog, the series is set 20 years after a mass fungal infection caused by a mutation of cordyceps, which sparked a global pandemic. The infection causes its victims to transform into hostile, cannibalistic creatures resembling zombies. The series follows Joel, Pedro Pascal, A smuggler tasked with escorting the teenager Ellie, Bella Ramsey, across a post-apocalyptic United States. Episode 1, When You're Lost in the Darkness. In 2003, a mass fungal infection of the cordyceps sparks a global pandemic. Joel flees with his daughter Sarah and brother Tommy. Sarah is killed by a soldier. Twenty years later, Joel lives in the Boston quarantine zone managed by the Federal Disaster Response Agency, FEDRA, working as a smuggler with his partner Tess. When Tommy fails to contact them from Wyoming, they buy a car battery from a local dealer, Robert, but are double-crossed when he sells it to the Fireflies, a rebel group opposing Fedra. Attempting to retrieve it, Joel and Tess discover Marlene, the Fireflies' leader, who begs them to take Ellie to the Massachusetts Statehouse in exchange for a working truck. While sneaking out, the three are caught by a soldier who tests them for infection, revealing Ellie is positive. Joel kills the soldier and Ellie claims to be immune. The show begins with a haunting talk show segment where doctors and scientists from 1968 speculate on what a pandemic could do to the world. I think I'm not the only one that probably had to pause after that scene and just take a minute to be like, it was, it was a lot. It pulled a lot of parallels to sort of what's been going on in the world the past couple years, so it was a little freaky to hear it in almost a fictional sense, but real at the same time. I'm going to admit I found the first episode pretty tricky to get through. I'm not a huge fan of post-apocalyptic stuff. Um, I find it super distressing and depressing. So sort of knowing what I did know about the game and sort of who dies and who lives just in like the first episode and stuff just sort of filled me with dread the whole time and didn't exactly make me excited to watch it, but I'm glad I did. The world and our main character, Joel's life falls apart before our very eyes and there's nothing we can do to stop it. But by the end of the first episode, I was pretty hooked into this dystopian world where a pandemic takes over the world, and people are dying, and we're quarantined, and- Wait, doesn't this sound a little too real? This is a really strong first episode, and I think fans of the game sort of celebrated how faithful it was to the original game, and sort of how wonderful of an adaptation it is. Uh, I think the only thing really starkly changed was sort of the year the show takes place versus the game. The game's outbreak takes place in 2013, while its post-apocalyptic narrative occurs in 2023. This was changed to 2003 and 2023, as the writers felt the story taking place simultaneously with the show's release was more interesting and real, and didn't fundamentally change the story. The scene where Joel's daughter Sarah is visiting the neighbors and the elderly mother starts to be infected in the background, just slightly out of focus, was bone chilling. A really effective way to start injecting the horror into the show, and being a great part of a wonderful first episode. Episode 2, Infected. Two days before the outbreak, in Jakarta, a mycologist learns of the oncoming pandemic and advises the government to bomb the city to prevent it from spreading. In the present, Ellie explains to Joel and Tess that she is being transported west in hopes of being used to find a cure. Discovering that the path to the statehouse is swarmed with infected, they cut through a museum, where they are attacked by blind infected known as clickers. Ellie is bitten. They arrive at the state house but find the fireflies dead. Tess reveals she was bitten while Ellie's bite begins to heal, proving her immunity. Joel shoots an infected, which alerts the swarm to the location. Tess convinces him to escape with Ellie while she stays behind, blowing up the building and killing herself along with the horde. So episode 2 opens with this renowned scientist in Jakarta where the contamination that leads to global infection starts. She autopsies a body that's been infected and informs military officials that there's no way to stop this and they need to start bombing the city to try and stop the spread as quickly as possible. Holy shit, that was a crazy scene to watch, and just like the chilliness when she's just like, I like, I I need someone to take me, like I just wanna- I just wanna be with my family. It was like. Oh my god. This is a super fast paced episode, there's some incredible fight scenes of Joel, Tess, and Ellie defending themselves against the soul clickers as they make their way to the Firefly's base. Unfortunately, we lose Tess this episode, which was quite sad. I really liked her character and the chemistry and unspoken history she had with Joel. I didn't play the game, so I didn't know just how early into the story we lose her, and she also really bonded with Ellie during this episode and could have potentially been like a mother figure for her if she had survived, so rest in peace Tess. This episode is a big turning point. Joel and Ellie are alone together now, with no third party around to mediate their frequent disagreements or take sides. Episode 3, Long Long Time Joel and Ellie heed Tess's final instructions and hike to meet allies Bill and Frank. Joel teaches Ellie about the government executions of innocents during the early days of the outbreak. In 2007, Frank stumbles onto the compound of paranoid survivalist Bill, who takes him in. They begin a romance, sharing a love of music and food. Years later, Frank contacts Tess by radio, and the couples enter a tenuous friendship. In the present, Frank is terminally ill and asks Bill to euthanize him after they marry. Bill, not wanting to live without Frank, kills himself as well. Joel and Ellie arrive sometime later. They discover a letter Bill left for Joel, explaining that protecting Frank is what gave his life meaning after the outbreak, and leaving Joel his supplies. Joel takes Bill's truck and sets out with Ellie to find Tommy. Does this episode make anyone else really sad? Like, super, super sad? I mean, that's probably a rhetorical question, um. I think the general consensus is that even though this strives off really far from the original storyline of the game for the characters, that it is one of the best and most heartbreaking episodes of television ever. Never in my life did I think that Ron Swanson in the Apocalypse would have me sobbing for almost the entire 75 minute episode. I'm glad Frank and Bill got to go out of this world together peacefully, rather than at the hands of clickers, raiders, or either of them suddenly dropping dead. Bill's note to Joel, or whoever may found this that it says on the envelope, makes this episode all the more heartbreaking. Bill used his resources to protect Frank. Now with the two of them gone, Bill tells Joel to use what he has to protect Tess, who sacrificed herself in the last episode after being bit and infected to make sure Joel and Ellie made it to safety. Joel wasn't able to protect Tess, just like how he wasn't able to protect Sarah and lost her too. At the end of this episode, Joel and Ellie take off in Bill's truck to head to Wyoming to find Tommy and give Ellie to the Fireflies out there. I've been trying to avoid looking into the game plot as much as possible to not get spoiled, but sort of unprompted TikToks coming up on my for you page of like pivotal game moments have been ruining that for me. In conclusion, Last of Us is an extremely good TV show and a super cool subtly horrific masterpiece adaptation of a video game if you haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet i would highly highly suggest seeking it out if you've gotten a chance to watch the show and you enjoyed it let me know what you thought about it in the comments down below uh make sure to hit that subscribe button and thank you so much for watching stay groovy